Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone and Steve Bowden, and we're here to talk about Babylon 5, uh, episode 9 and 10 of season 1. And so the first episode is Death Walker, and the second episode that we're going to be discussing is Believers. And so why don't we just get right into the discussion? Um, uh, Death Walker, what was everybody's take on this episode? I I really like Death Walker. I think it's uh it's got you know it's it's got the nice kind of politics thing going on. You've got a you know you've talked before about really over the top villains. I think Shador is a uh, just a, you know you know she even she even gets the thing where she ends a scene you know like with her cackling laugh. It's like you know her her plan is going to uh, tear everyone apart. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy this episode. Um, what what do you think, Steve? Yeah, I also liked it. I liked hearing about uh, this is kind of a funny part, but I I enjoyed hearing about the wind swords. Kind of most of all that Menbari group. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm like what are they about? That's a cool name. Like I wonder oh, what the wind swords. You know what I mean? Before too. Yeah, and the pilot, the uh, wind sword that that Menbari that's trying to kill Kosh and uh, and frame the captain in the in the pilot. He was a wind sword. Oh so. uh-huh. yeah, see, yeah, I, I I like that. Like the distinct groups. Yeah, I noticed yeah. the name too, and I didn't pick up on it until this episode. Like they must have—I must have just forgotten about them in the first few episodes of the season. But but I kind of picked yeah, up on I, that too. I I, mm-hmm. I liked the episode as well. I I thought the opening was outstanding because I was like, "What is going on with Natoth? Why is she?" That was Natoth, right? That like, <laughs> opened up. A yeah, was Natoth. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Because I was very confused by because when she said Death Walker, I for some reason I was confusing it with the um, the soul. What are they? The soul, uh, the soul hunters. The soul yeah. hunters. I was, I got them confused, and so I was like, "Oh, she's freaking out because it's one of them." But I was like, "That's still kind of a really extreme reaction." So what's going on? And it turns out that the woman she's beating up is basically like their version of Hitler, right? Like, like Jador yeah. is this, <laughs> this Hitler-like figure. Well, she's kind of more of a, I'd say more of a Mengele. She's not space Hitler. She's space Mengele. Okay, that's okay. what I would, I would consider her to be. Yeah, another thing that I thought was cool here, by the way, too, was that because she's a Dilgar, now we have like a lot of context for like those beginning, like the arrogance of the humans, where they were like, "Well, we kicked the crap out of the Dilgar, like we can handle yeah. bar, you know." And it's like, "Well, who is that?" So I thought that was neat. That now, well, okay, this is a Dilgar. Yeah, we get we get a Dilgar, and uh, was oh sorry, go ahead. Go no, you go ahead. Finish. Oh, up. I was just yeah. gonna say, I thought it was weird how easily. Deathwalker was beaten up when she like clearly has had to like live in hiding and be protected all the time, and she's just like, "I'll just stroll on, and no one will want to attack me." You know, <laughs> I, I think she was almost asking for it. It's like she wanted to create a big scene. She wanted to get noticed because it's like, you know, she she basically wanted to create as much chaos. She's like immortal. She doesn't care. Like she, you know, she got beat up, and she was like fine an hour later. The doctor's like, "Oh, she's totally recovered." Right. You know, so. Well, what if the person I, I had think- like? stabbed her or something instead you know yeah yeah well i guess we don't know the limits of the uh, immortality on this thing but uh... oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. and the basic plot is that she's this like war criminal that like all the other alien races hate and she's on babylon 5 because she's invented some kind of immortality serum and uh and then pretty much every you know babylon 5 breaks down because nobody's having it they all want to have justice and uh and so there's a council and everything, but you know, it, it was very. I thought it was a very. It, it, again, is it, I think it was a good example of the thing that I'm finding I really like about Babylon Five, which is its ability to 
to, to really just kind of build an episode around, you know, what, like, something that would have been like a headline in a newspaper. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's mm-hmm. not like, it's not this, like, overly dramatic thing. I mean, it's, the backstory is dramatic, but it's not like, it's very political and it's very uh it feels like a very sort of procedural thing like well who should have jurisdiction over this uh this war criminal and so yeah and 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 all kinds of stuff is 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 flowing out of that and uh, and and so i thought it was a very good episode and uh and i and and i the opener is what really sold me on it though and i liked i liked the interactions with uh uh natoth and um and Jakar, yeah, on the, uh, you know, just the whole, just all their machinations yeah. around this were, were magnificent. Yeah, Jakar was great in this episode. I mean, him, you know, just this whole angle, it's like, you know, he, he was he was trying to secretly meet, and he's really pissed off that Toth has screwed this up, and he's got to calm her down. Yeah, I, I that was great. And, and, uh, and what's the name, is it Shankar? Is that the Blood Oath? Is that what, is that the... Oh uh, no, it's not. It's something like Shankar. Now, now I've I've uh, I've forgotten the terminology. Now uh, we'll, we'll Google it and correct it. But but we got to learn a yeah. little bit more. I, I think that's come up before, but I feel like I feel like we've heard that before. But um, I don't remember hearing about a blood like oath to kill someone before this. Okay, then maybe yeah, I'm, I'm not just... sure if they have. I think I think Shantar. I think it was Shantar. Shantar. That's, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I'm but you know, still that, looking it up. It, that you know, so we got to learn some interesting details uh, about the Narn and um, and yeah. So I, I I enjoyed the episode. I, I had no real complaints. Um, the B episode, I, the B plot was a little odd. The uh, the one with uh, <laughs> yeah with um, I don't know what was going on there. Like like it's, it seems like that, a setup for a later thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, that's set up definitely. Wait, what are you referring to as the B plot? Sorry, the, 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 the Kosh, Kosh, uh, and the and the you know hiring the hiring the psychic to uh, oversee the meeting that, he was having oh, with the guy, and that oh, weirdo, yeah. the weirdo who uh, who who was who was in on the negotiations and recording like her. I guess he was recording her psychic memories. Is that what he was doing? Um, mm-hmm. He took his hat That's off. The and it's implication. Like a um but he's just talking about he was just like a weird character because he's talking about pastrami and like like all these things that i that sound very new york to me and very sort of modern um so he seemed very like it's one of the things i like about the show is that they really do pull a lot of things from the present into the show and it works it kind of gives it a little bit more of a uh you know like yeah pastrami sandwiches are still around you know, the, you know, whereas a lot of science fiction, they want to get as far away from that pastrami sandwich as they possibly can because it's, too, it's just too earthly and, 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 and every day. So, so I like that they're doing that. And, and I have to comment on the wardrobe again because I noticed, and I think that's more in the next episode, but I noticed that uh, Captain Sinclair and the Doctor are just wearing these white button-down shirts that look like very, you know, very modern with like a slight, I don't know, the hem is slightly different or something, but... Mm-hmm. I'm really liking how how it, it they they don't they don't feel like they have to paste over everything. So yeah, one thing yeah. I'm not liking, by the way, is that non-aligned planet lady. When is she getting her comeuppance? What, Come on, what, amb- ambassador shit, ambassador Kalika Qual Mizra. Yeah, I was I was waiting for you to bring her up. I'm like, oh, Steve's favorite characters in this one. Yeah, she needs to just like die. <laughs> she is kind of like <laughs> yeah. Debbie Downer. She's kind of like a Debbie Downer <laughs> character. He's like, but I want it. 
Ah, it's like shut up no her, her character is just like uh, it's just the alien design on it too it's like you know she's got kind of like the fish-like fin thing on her head but something about her reminds me of like a plucked chicken at the same time yeah. she's like the worst traits of like a chicken and a fish combined into one creature well i think she's just but, kind of designed to be a little bit annoying right like that's her i think so I, I, I mean, you can make yeah. you can you can design aliens for all kinds of things, and making them a little bit annoying is 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 possible. I think they I think they I think they I think Steve, your reaction I think is what they're going for. So I think they succeeded with that character. Um, I agree. Oh yeah, agree. they succeeded. All right. No. But uh, but yeah. So 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 yeah. So I don't know. Any other thoughts about the uh, the Death Watch? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we get our first sight of a Drazi Sunhawk, the Drazi kind of, I think, get named. I don't know if they've mentioned the Drazi's name before, but they're one of the aliens that you see around in the background. Oh, yeah. They're the ones that show up with a spaceship ship. and uh, threaten to blow the place up. So that was they, a funny kind scene. Of, that was, that was yeah. interesting because the guy, like, it was like a, it basically turned out to be a bluff. But then, like, everybody shows up and so it, <laughs> yeah. it becomes a problem. Uh, yeah, that, that was an interesting moment. And I also I also like that the captain kind of had to capitulate like when they confront him and they're like oh yeah. you know we want to have a council meeting he's basically well what am I going to do like I can't you know the, the, there were, I I feel like a lot of other shows might have tried to have that play out differently like the captain might have somehow overcome the mob and in this one he had to give in and give them the council meeting that they wanted um, yeah I agree I agree and uh. Londo gets his good moment too with the you know captain apologizing. Sorry, I just wanted to keep things quiet. He's like, ah, good job. That's a classic. I got the impression. Uh, oh, Londo moment. I got the impression he didn't really care too much. Um, no, that, no. I kind of well, got the impression that in the next though, episode. Because, huh? Actually, I think Londo did care from the standpoint that. Uh, that the Centauri were the ones who uh, collaborated with the uh, Dilgar. They did, they really didn't want a big Dilgar thing going okay, on again. Okay. You remember he, he got put in the point where he had to vote against it, you know, against the trial, and uh, you know, and, uh, and of course I, I liked Jakar's speech during the uh, well, not the trial during the uh, the hearing. Where, you know, Jakar is like very, very, you know, magnanimous. Yes, of course, there should be a trial, you know, and going on. But of course, we're going to hold it on the Narn home world. <laughs> and, and, and then they refuse. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to say no. Sorry. You forced my hand. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting move on his part. I, 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 I like that. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh,. And uh, Kosh, uh, and of course, it's, I think, the first episode where Kosh does anything. It's like, you know, he, you know, he's got the subplot, but also, of course, at the end of the episode. It's like, every every other episode, it's like, Kosh is the guy standing around. It's like, hey, Kosh, will you yeah. will you come to the meeting and vote? And it's like, no. <laughs> what was the deal with like, the hours? Because, I, I, I mean, they might have mentioned these before, but this is the first time I really noticed it, where Kosh is saying, at the hour of the scampering, at the hour yeah. of the blank, yeah. and and so I'm assuming yeah. that they keep track of hours by, I don't know, they have a really <laughs> unusual system. It's kind of like a um like you know like hour of the rooster type thing, um, but uh, but but a little bit more uh, uh, abstract. abstract. But yeah. uh, yeah, he gets and of course he gets his his line there at the end of that subplot. You know, which is a 
classic Kosh line of, you know, she asks him what, what, what he's recording. And he's like, reflection, surprise, terror for the future. <laughs> that's the, that's the explanation. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, that's, I, I just think it's a great episode all around. I have nothing really bad to say about this episode. I think the Vorlon are getting a little out of control. <laughs> so I was going to add, they just like, like, yeah, you're not ready. We, we decided you're not ready for mortality. So we just blow up this woman well, as she's leaving. I, I so I'm have, like, what? I did have yeah. a question about that. Like, are humans just going to, like, how afraid are humans of the Vorlon at this point? Because that was a pretty bold move. They just blow up the ship. Um, well, here's the hierarchy. You know, Earth got utterly devastated by the Minbari. And the Minbari think about the Vorlons the way everyone else thinks about the Minbari. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the Minbari are like godlike technology compared to Earth technology. And the and the Minbari look at the, the Vorlons and are like, yeah, we're we're not even ever going to mess with those people. Okay, so that's so, why the humans are cozying up to the Vorlons because the, it gives them an edge in the future if there's a Minbari issue again? Is that... Well, well, it's just from the standpoint, too, that they want to... I mean, nobody knows anything about the Vorlons except for the Minbari, for the most part. And, uh, you know, and I mean, they, they don't... They basically have their area of space. And if you go into Vorlon space, and they brought this up in the prequel movie, you just you just get... No, actually, I'm, thinking, I'm getting mixed up. They don't bring that. Yeah, they do, actually. That if you go into Vorlon space, you just... You get blown up. That's it. Mm. They won't let anyone in. They don't talk to anybody. And so them... Them having an ambassador there is a huge deal because they just don't interact with other people. Yeah. So they're 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 a complete enigma for the most part. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was definitely. I mean, it was a satisfying conclusion. I thought. Um, and I and I did like uh, yeah. Jador's whole angle of she had this immortality elixir, but it required the death of, I don't know how this works, but somehow <laughs> it requires the death of another living being. And so she wanted humans to cannibalize each other in their pursuit of the immortality elixir. So, uh, um, yeah, I almost exactly. thought the captain was going to kill her on the spot when she said that. Cause that, you know, uh, <laughs> I think too, this though should serve to, uh, strengthen like other pro earth groups, you know, like pro human groups, because, now again, you have like this alien group that's trying to kind of just like crapping on the humans, where they're like, "Nah, you're not ready. We're just blowing up your thing." It's like, "What?" They're like, <laughs> sorry, you, you all could have lived forever, but now you're not going to. Sorry. I can definitely <laughs> imagine how that guy from the other episode would 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 spin the 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 news to his people about uh you know the Malcolm, cure for Malcolm. everything that was denied by the by the aliens <laughs> right. of the Vorlons. Um, Malcolm, right. Malcolm Biggs. Malcolm Biggs. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he's. Well, is he is he is he in prison or is, uh, how did they deal with him? Yeah, he went to prison, if so, I recall. Yeah. So if he's allowed yeah. to have any kind of newsletter or anything, you know. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it, it, it was. Um, I I like the Jador sort of, uh, you know, uh, villainous scheme going on there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, I think I think like you know, just I, like you know, villains. It's like she's just really enjoying all the all the, the the trouble she's causing. I mean, she's just having having a good time through that whole episode until she gets blown up. But uh, and she looked pretty cool too. I thought she looked good for a villain. Like she had like a unusual look. 
So. She had kind of a feline appearance to her, which I, I thought worked well because yeah. you know just being being kind of cat like and just just messing with people works works well together. And uh, and so I guess this brings us to believers, which <laughs> which Steve had a very strong. I, I think it's the strongest reaction I've seen from Steve in a long time. With, uh, yeah, Steve um, needs, Steve needs to lead on this one. Yeah. I think I, I have to admit my reaction was pretty close to Steve's too. I had a, a fairly strong reaction to it. Um, but let's 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 let Steve take the lead on uh, unbelievers. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it's pretty pretty easy for me. This episode was garbage, <laughs> you know. The, uh, you know, I thought the dialogue was terrible. The, the whole plot like led to nothing. It was just like a stupid side thing that didn't have the feel of other episodes. And like, I found the characters very annoying. Like, I didn't even care. I'm like, if this whole family just gets wiped out, I don't care at all. Like, it <laughs> wouldn't matter if they all die. And then like. Yeah, this random assistant in there too, that we've never seen before, and suddenly she's like, like uh, I did not just, like, like the ring. all these things. She's like, it's like, oh, like, we have to do this thing, or I don't know. And, and she was such a weird character. Like, she's like, yeah, we got to do this, and in the end, she's like, she's like, oh, I can't believe you're like going to do it anyway. It's like, what you were just saying. <laughs> it's like, I just thought. That, that character was but, annoying, I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, she was really inconsistent and all over the place and judgmental at the same time. And it's just, uh, Yeah, it sounds work. like every sounds like the plot of this episode, all over the place and terrible. And, <laughs> and, and I guess yeah, we should yeah. probably recap the plot a little bit because it's a little bit unusual. There's like a boy who's dying and his parents, I forget what, what, what species or world they're from, but they have a religion. Not, what was it? I'm just kidding. Oh. I said not important. Oh, okay. but... Well, but they have a they have a religion where humans can't ha- can't be punctured. Like puncturing the flesh releases the soul, and this boy can only be saved by an operation on his. What, what do you have? Like an air bladder in his? I, I forget. He, he, uh, he yeah. whatever whatever species he is, he's got some kind of uh, un- yeah. unusual breathing system, and there's a growth in there that needs to be surgically removed. The family won't let the doctor remove it. The doctor is, uh, you know, is pretty adamant that it should be removed, and so it gets brought to the captain who has to make a decision, and and you know things ensue. So, I uh, yeah, I yeah I I had a well Adam, why don't you give your reaction before I give mine? Because I, I, I sure you, sure you had a more positive I... response think this episode's okay i don't i don't hate it i mean i wouldn't rate it in like my top episodes of it but i i like the fact that all the characters had you know plausible like motivations and everyone was trying to do what they thought was right for the most part gotcha and, uh, what <laughs> i said gotcha gotcha <laughs> <Love ya. laughs> yeah the... bring me I, my guapit <laughs> Glopid eggs, man, and I like the Glopid egg. The Glopid egg really humanized the whole uh, episode for me. No, I, I no, that actually was a, you know, I have mixed feelings about it. The Glopid egg, the scene at the end with the doctor with the Glopid egg was a little over the top. That, I, uh, that I didn't, didn't mind me. the Glopid egg as a concept. I mind, I minded the name. The the names in this really. <laughs> so so I wrote down so it says Mamia, Dacha, Glopit. And just, you know, food animals. The, the mom kept talking about, you know, you know, don't puncture him. That's what you do to food animals. And it was, it was all, the, the, something about the lingo and the language never quite settled with Worked me. Worked for you. And it also, yeah. I felt, it felt a little bit like, like Steve was saying, I never seen this couple before. So I don't really care about them. I don't care about their religion. I don't care about their son. And, and it, it just felt too like, 
it was like it was too like oh here's a boy who's gonna die but the the you know the, the classic religion versus science it just felt a little too it was obviously like a stand-in for christian science and yeah i've got christian had christian science relatives who, yeah. and so i've i've basically seen this plot in real life yeah but, uh... so, so it just felt like i feel like it mark twain already did it perfectly and so you know it it it, it just i don't know it didn't it didn't uh it, it was just too much i i think it felt like it felt like a, a very special episode somehow to me. That's sort of how it, it was a very special episode. Yeah. There's no question about that. It's uh, it's like it, the the captain gets robbed and starts carrying around a gun. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna be robbed again. <laughs> I, I do have to say, I wrote down this boy better die. And so he did die. He did end. die. And so I was satisfied die. with the ending. I thought the ending, it was the, because because of my thoughts. See, that's what wrote, redeems the episode. Yeah. The episode has a really harsh, strong ending. It's like, it's very, very special episodes tend to shy away from that. It's like they tend to, you know, if this has been a Star Trek episode, they would have found a way to save that kid. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's. Because I, I agree with a lot of the flaws you guys are bringing up, but I feel like I feel like it actually landed the ending. It's like that. That's I, that's what redeems the episode for me. I will say I like the ending. The ending, but and I was preparing for it because I was like, well, if it ends with the boy dying, that's that's how it should end. Any other ending, <laughs> I am not gonna like. If if the, if they come up with some solution, and initially they do, and I I did like the. You kind of saw it coming. I forget what the I forget what the ritual cloth was called, but he had some kind of ritual yeah, cloth for the journey. And as soon as they as something. soon as they do that, you know that boy is dead. Like they're gonna kill him as soon as they can. <laughs> and uh, um, and I like that the doctor's oblivious to it, and he thinks that oh, I'm doing everything. Job well done. Yeah, you owe me a steak. Where, where's and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then he and then she finally brings her research, and he's like, oh oh, that's what it is, and he. He realizes what the cloth is, and he has to go and, uh, um, you know, find the boy dead. And I, I don't know why they killed him in that room. That was kind of weird. But um, I think that was their room. I think oh, was it their room? Okay. Yeah, I got that impression. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's like one, one problem with this episode that got brought up is that assistant that Franklin has in this episode is really annoying. Cause I think, I think it's a really interesting episode for Franklin as a character. Cause it reflects a lot of things about him, how he is really, you know, he, he's got a certain arrogance to him that really, you know, screws things up in this, but, but so many of the Franklin episodes have that assistant in them. So it's like, man, this could have been a good scene, but <laughs> you know, it's just, they've given him this terrible character to play off in the episode. Well, she was inconsistent too. Was the mm -hmm. other exactly? Episode. She's just not not a well. It's like I said. I'm not. I'm not faulting entirely the acting. It's just. It's a lot of it's the writing of that character. There's just no way to make that character likable, based on the things that character says. But but also, I'm, I'm faulting the acting. <laughs> faulty acting too. Yeah, I, I thought exactly. that was terrible. The the father. Yeah. Like, it felt, it felt like, really 70s 70s style tv acting to me is my my impression of that but uh, I, I don't think it was the acting with them that bothered me i think it was the concepts and the look and the 
and the language they were using. Do you know what I mean? I don't know that the actors could have overcome like the yeah it wasn't it just didn't i don't know when they were talking about their religion there were there were you know like when you're watching a science fiction thing and like you get it because you're a science fiction fan but you're like if somebody walked in and saw this line of dialogue it would <laughs> it, it's it, it's just too too many made-up <laughs> words for for the, the the typical ear to carry and i think that i think that this was an episode where i would not, just on those grounds alone i wouldn't show this episode as a first because it's got too many made-up words in it. And, well, yeah, and, I would not show this as a typical Babylon yeah. 5 episode. And, but, uh, and the, I don't, and the, I don't, no, honestly, I'd say it's the opposite. The thing is, they don't make up words. That's what's weird about it. Usually they do. Like, you know, in the previous episode, you get, like, Shantar and stuff like that. And this, it's like, you know, the nest and the egg oh, but, and the... and and. But Shantar is a cool-sounding uh, word. Gloppet is an... It just... <laughs> It just doesn't. It, and so it was. The, it was the. It was the quality of the words and the names, and also just food the animals. Food the, animals is cool. Fr- but, food uh... animals was driving me crazy. Because <laughs> she said it like eight times too. If she had just said it once, because she kept yeah. talking about food animals and veterinarians and and. I don't know. It just was driving me nuts. But also, the, the but family I, did. I do agree with you about the seventies thing. They felt very. It felt like a very kind of new agey. It was like new age mixed with Christian Science was kind of how mm-hmm. they were coming across to me, because they were yeah. all very sort of like spiritual and like they clear. You know, they clearly had like an air about them that was a product of their faith. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's that that. It, but I do agree on some of the forms. Like the the father in this, I thought did do a good performance. I mean, I I actually really like like him in the scene where he's talking about you know oh he's going to read the scrolls and stuff and it's actually, going to reassure. It's just there's something really earnest about that. It's like I really that that and like in that scene I really bought his religion and he you know he got reassurance and from his religion and so on. And that 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 scene worked, but. No, I, I actually didn't mind the guy playing. I, I didn't mind either the father or the mother as actors. Mm-hmm. And at times, I, I would have been fine with them as characters if it wasn't all about, like, this plot. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, and the father, I thought the, the point, the, the moment that you're pointing to, I thought that that seemed like something that, like, an actual religious person might say. Um, you know, like, yeah. like cause I grew up with like uber religious people and I know exactly. Yeah. You know, like the, I know, I know, I know what you're saying there, but, um, but just the, it, it, it was the, it, it's just a very ham fisted, you know, uh, yeah, storyline. It was, it was, I think someone's watching this show, they could skip this whole episode and they wouldn't miss a thing. Let me think about that. That's a good question. Well, does Could the Asimov become episode? important at any point? Like, I guess that's the only other thing that really comes up. Uh, that that that's so, no that that subplot. That's actually I, I completely forgot about but, that subplot because it's so irrelevant. Yeah, it has it, no future relevance, and it doesn't even have a real climax. It's like oh, all those ships turn up, and then she shows up again. It's like oh yeah yeah I'm, I, yeah I, yeah whatever. It's like yeah, actually, it just feels really. I was paying attention to that plot because I was like, well, the, I knew I knew going in Steve didn't like the main plot. So I'm like, well, I want to see what the B plot is to see if it's like, I like, want to pay attention this time. And and it was just like going to get a ship and we're coming back. It was, yeah. it was it, there was some, yeah. there was some trouble, but it was, it was not, it was not a great moment for Ivanova 
uh, as a character. I thought I, I didn't. I didn't feel. I I felt like they could have done more with that as well. Um, yeah, it's disappointing because it is like, oh, cool, she gets to go out and do something in space, and it's like, oh, it's just just yeah, escorting the convoy. <laughs> so. that, that's how thin the basic plot was i was like excited i'm like yes please take me out there to show me them driving in space you know like avoid that comment you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like uh yeah i i yeah that, that i don't even know what was going on that's so i feel like there was supposed to be more of that subplot and they like run out of ran out of budget for the special effects or something you know mm-hmm. like there's like it just feels like there was something more that was supposed to happen here. Well, let's just have a scene of her talking about Garibaldi about what happened at the end rather than show it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say too, also, I didn't, uh, I disagree a little bit. I didn't like the fact that the kid died because I thought it made the whole episode pointless. I'm like, well, if that was the ending, like could have saved ourselves a half an hour of terrible plot and just killed this kid, you know, and just been like, all right, well, just deteriorate. Yeah, but the, but the development is with the doctor sort of realizing like he, you know, it's like he, he, he did the is right thing and then it went thing? horribly wrong. So th- to me, that's the one good right. thing about the episode. Uh, but to me, that's not a worthwhile. If it's like, okay, I mean, that's medicine. Like, did I need a whole episode based on that? You know what I mean? Well, it's like I don't, yeah, I don't know that you did. That's the problem with the with yeah. the episode. But if you're gonna have that episode, I'd much rather that it end the way it did than if it end the way like 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 Adam was saying, like like a Star Trek episode where like they find a way to cure him, and then we all learn the benefits of of believing in medicine or something. You know, it left it it left it more it left it didn't resolve like a lot of times in these shows they'll resolve the core problem presented at the beginning of the episode this did not and that's what i liked about the ending um, yeah that, that core conflict better. is still present the doctor is still a man of medicine who can't operate on people like this and these people still are not nobody learned anything except <laughs> yeah. you know i mean dr franklin learned that life is is cruel maybe but uh, um, <laughs> it, it, it would have been a lot better if the parents also developed that same air bladder thing and the whole family just got wiped out. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, part, part of the problem with this episode, I think, is that it feels like an episode, you know, it's written by a Star Trek writer. And it feels like him deliberately going, hey, I'm not writing for Star Trek, so I don't have to follow the Star Trek rules. So I'm going to write a Star Trek style episode and have it end in the most un-Star Trek way possible. I feel like, you know, there's just there's episodes here and there of Babylon 5 where it, it almost feels they're trying too hard not to be Star Trek. And it kind of comes out, you know, you're kind of you're you've got a problem in the other direction for that reason. Yeah, because he wrote a bunch of he wrote Infection. I'm looking at the thing now. He wrote War Prayer. So I mean, this is no, 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 no. Uh, War oh, Prayer oh. was uh, DC Fontana. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at the director. You're list. getting. I'm getting my director. You're... So he wrote. Let me see. This guy wrote. Um, so it's. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Gerald, I think. David. David Gerald? I, I could be wrong on that. So has I, he written, seen... Oh, he hasn't written any other episodes at this point. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the only one he's written. DC Fontana is the other Star Trek writer, and we've mm-hmm. seen the War Prayer from her so far. Do we get any uh, other episodes written by this guy, or is he pretty much not? Uh, I think he's got one in season two, but let me double check. I'll scan. He was, he was kicked here. off the show after this. <laughs> uh no actually i i think that's it from him so i think you're okay i think so, you're okay yeah. there's no more 
No more David Gerald to come. You know, you know, it would have been a lot better too. I just had this idea. Think of how much, how much more. Well, I personally would have enjoyed this a lot more if they come out like that whole thing happens. Like, like okay, like say they never have the surgery, right? Because they're like, no, we don't want to have it, and they're it's like all in just religious thing. And then when they go out into like the hall or whatever, you find out later they were like gunned down by like the Mantis guys. People, it's like, yeah, they owed a lot of money. That's why they didn't want the surgery. It was like. The guy's deep in debt to this mantis guy, because then it would have showed the like reach of this mantis guy, and it's like, yeah, he had them killed for like. But that that was so, uh, that would have been so out of left field, though. That would have been even worse. <laughs> that would have been all, that's as out of left field as the whole stupid thing, you know. At least it would have given me a cool character that uh, I like, and I could have, you know, <laughs> yeah. Anything to get in the graph. But, in but there. would you want your love of the mantis tainted by this episode? Like, think about it. Like that would have made me love him even more. I go, thank you for saving this terrible <laughs> episode, and, and give that's... the guy, give me the guy from Commando too, and be like. Dementor says you all up, you know, whatever, like, this is what the man is like, you know, scout the guy. <laughs> well, I, 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 I like it, I, I like it of every solution to every episode for you becomes, you know, more of McGrath, the Mantis guy. Like at the end of, end of, end of Death Walkers, Adora pulls her mask off, and she's really the Mantis dude, <laughs> all along. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, I like him so much, McGrath, yeah, I, I, I just think that's a perfect plug-in whenever they're like, we're not sure how to like resolve this. It's like having McGrath be involved somehow and like have, to, have this person eliminated or something. Yeah, but yeah, one 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 thing about these two episodes is noteworthy. This is this is the first episode we've done where both episodes we reviewed were not written by J, J. Michael Straczynski. Mm. So, well, we've got guest writers for both of these. Uh, Larry Dottilio, the guy who wrote for Call of Cthulhu, he uh, he did the other one, Deathwalker. But yeah, I. I, I agree with, like I said, I don't hate this episode as much as you guys do, but all your complaints pretty much are, are, are valid. <laughs> so, so, so my note, my, this is the first episode where my notes are all exclamations. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I never review episodes that way, ever. And yeah. I got one note, mom, ya dacha, glop it, make it, stop it. You know, like it just was like, <laughs> it's just driving me crazy. And so, and then there were like yeah, lines like, who asked you to play God? And, God. you know, just, it was very, like, My I feel patience. like I've seen every, every time they walk <laughs> in that door. <laughs> but it's interesting that both episodes do kind of revolve around moral conundrums and sort of their own way. I just found Deathwalker way more interesting. And both are kind of like Yeah. Both yeah, are kind no of question. like scale overdone things in a way. Like like, you know, the the war criminal who needs to you know, and the and the and you know, the the dying boy who you know, it can't be cured because of religion. But this one just was too I don't know. Well yeah, well Deathwalker is really, really entertaining. Believer is not a greatly entertaining it's never one I'm gonna pull off the shelf and be like, I feel like watching Believers again. It's yeah. like, no, unless I'm unless I'm doing a straight watch through, I never watch this episode. Whereas Deathwalker, I, you know, there are times I'm like, I yeah, I'm gonna watch Deathwalker. That's a cool episode. And uh but you know, we've talked a little bit in previous episodes about, you know, how guest writers don't always get Jakar right. And it's like Larry Dottilio gets like Jakar perfectly in Deathwalker. It's like that's not written by Straczynski, but it's it's a Jakar is that is that is Jakar in that episode. Whereas in Believers, I, I it was you know because I've been thinking about this because we've talked about it before in this episode. The point where the parents go to uh, each you know ambassador trying to get their help to deal with the captain. Um, I, I didn't feel like Jakar was really Jakar in that. He I was didn't just feel so... like he even listened to them. 
I didn't think he'd even sit yeah. down with them. Like, wh- wh- why? That that part of the episode bothered me a lot. And I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that that part of the episode, no, please, I, I, I really didn't like because I didn't need to see them go to every single ambassador on the ship and try to get them to pull strings for them. And it just, I don't know, just the, the whole thing with them walking down the hallways, talking to, it just felt like, why are the ambassadors giving these people the time of day? <laughs> time of their day, yeah. yeah. I know. I think I think they even have Jakar say something like that. He's like, why why am I even talking yeah. to you? It's <laughs> like they kind of lampshaded. It's like, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no plausible reason I should be in this scene. What's happening here? <laughs> but, <laughs> but once again, I just say, I just didn't, he just doesn't come across. It doesn't feel like the way Jakar would approach it, because Jakar, you know, I don't. He, he, he. I mean, he is. He is can be a complete callous, manipulative jerk at times, but he he never has comes out and says, "No, I don't care. I don't care." It's like he he would always he he would spin a story for them rather mm. than you know just say no. So I, I was like, yeah, that that didn't work I, for me. I did like Londo's thing with the red tape. And uh, oh, yeah. be so you know, I'd have to justify the expenses and all this stuff, and you know, yeah, <laughs> that, well, that the, felt... the Londo part and the Delenn part both that th- those worked. I was like, okay, yeah, I can see them doing that, but but yeah, so that's why the Chikar one stuck out. But yeah, yeah, Londo, how you know how much justice can you afford? But but yeah, that so that uh, but but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, and I do have to say I, th- I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but the dad really reminded me of Jeff Garland. I know we've established it was a different actor, but that's all I could think of was curb your enthusiasm as I was watching. This film. So um, yeah, yeah, but no, nah, Jeff Jeff Garland. I I didn't think of Jeff Garland uh, while watching it, but if I watch this episode again, I will now. That's for certain. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Uh, any other any other thoughts on this episode before we uh, move on? I'm just glad the <gasps> leapers is over, and hopefully there'll be hopefully <laughs> soon there'll be a Nagrath and uh, Jakar episode to wash the bad taste of this out of our mouths. <laughs> uh, well, the next the next episode is um, Survivors. Survivors followed uh, by by any means necessary. Excuse okay. me. Uh, so actually. Yeah, the, the, I don't think it's too big a spoiler to say we do to get in the graph in one of those episodes. So okay. you're, uh, the graph, the graph, yeah. the graph is coming. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I imagine it's only up from here. There, there, really, there's no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, someone, I don't, you know, the uh, the only other really strongly hated episode in this season coming up is TKO and I don't hate TKO. It's, it's silly. It, it's kind of irrelevant, but I, I kind of enjoy the cheesiness of it. So I think, I think it is just up from this one. I have a, uh, it's number 14. It says I'm looking forward to that one. I know Steve, I think you've seen it already and you have, <laughs> on it. but, uh, yeah. but I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they, you know, I you always like seeing fake with... martial arts on science fiction. So, yeah, um, <laughs> can't go too wrong with a fighting tournament so you know so yeah now, exactly. i noticed the fighting style is named mu thai so is it like based on muay thai or is that just a coincidence Does, doesn't appear to be it's some ridiculous thing that has no bearing well, with it. yeah know? the mu thai is the name of the tournament actually there oh. isn't a particular fighting style so it's like it's just a tournament it's like it's a no holds barred whatever you want to bring to the tournament type tournament where, okay yeah. but, well, this but they the- all seem to agree on the opening salvo they all do this big flourish at the beginning, like, 
like it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah li- limited fight choreography but you yeah. know you work with what you got yeah brought in his buddies from you know walker texas ranger to uh choreograph it so <laughs> yeah. well, it can't be worse than ambu jitsu you know there's a, that's about it's 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 better than ambu jitsu <laughs> it is it is way better than ambu jitsu so but uh but yeah we'll, we'll see but I'm, I'm you know i'm 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 definitely kind of eager for that one and i'm eager to see the next episode because i have to agree with steve believers was really like the one thing though i didn't i wasn't upset watching it because steve told me it was bad and so I kind of got to say, okay, let's see how bad this thing bad really is. It is. So <laughs> it, it wasn't. It, so, so I was really just paying more attention, and you know, it probably. I, I think my view of the episode was definitely prejudiced. Like I don't, I couldn't dislodge that knowledge from my brain as I was watching it. But uh, I guess I shouldn't have told you. I should have let you just see well, it and yeah. You know, you know but it's not the end of the world. I, it's it, uh, it's. It, it, there's no real way of knowing because if you didn't tell me then you know it, you just there's no way of knowing so but uh, uh but, but i guess i way, guess my, in your your outrage you really couldn't stop yourself from saying you had to tell somebody so yeah, yeah. well well i it's think i to say to him i'm like well do you want to know because i don't want to like okay i got a text i got a text from steve out of the blue like i just watched the worst episode ever <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but i didn't say what one it was i didn't say what episode it was no you didn't and i was like well what you know like what episode is it and he he he, he didn't just spoil it he like asked if i really wanted yeah. to know like he said and then uh, yeah he told me, but, yeah um, yeah so he, that but yeah but, it's... but once but once you say that i have to know what episode it is you know what I mean? like because <laughs> then i'm gonna think it's every episode up until do you know what I mean? Like, I'll, like, was this the one he didn't like? Was this the one? You know, like, it, yeah. it would drive me crazy. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I, I have to agree a hundred percent on it. Um, but I will say the ending that was the one ending I wanted. I also liked there was one detail I liked that he he had to get clearance to get a stake. That I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah, but for uh, research, there was like an off. There was like an off the cuff, like, you know, we'll bet a steak over it. And then, you know, the next thing he's in there, like the cat is like, so you want to import a steak, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the captain's very hands on with his management. (laughs) (laughs) He he, he was going, I'm going through the, I was just going through the entire medical supply order. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't get some bureaucrat to like, raise the issue with them i guess they had to streamline the whole thing they couldn't have two conversations because really it should have been a lower tier person talking to him about the stake but that would have been yeah. two conversations because there were other things they had to address in that meeting so they didn't want to hire an actor to be the, the medical supply management uh bureaucrat but <laughs> but yeah so i guess we'll do survivor next and um uh this friday we're doing um uh uh, the Twin Swords movie, uh, which is a little odd because it's a second part in a in a trilogy. And so, um, uh, unfortunately, I'm the only person in the group that even has a copy of this movie for the original film. And so we have to, you know, on Prime they have uh, Twin Swords. And so we're just going to make two. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, we will let you go and we will talk to you later.